What's good, family? So today is day five of the Fight Back Bible Plan, and I'm with... Anissa. Imani. And Jaquan. And we're here to talk about fight. Also, you know, some of us graduated today. Okay. You know, we Amen. thank God for that. Okay. All, of us. <laughs> All of us graduated today. <laughs> Praise God. It's been it's been trial and truth, huh? What? Don't took us out, y'all. We always start with the devotional. Let's go ahead and get into this word. We used to be slaves to the devil, but after being free from our spiritual Egypt, we may be tempted to develop a survival mentality. A survival mentality is a victim mindset. We must embrace the calling to be a good soldier of God. Israel couldn't pres- couldn't possess the promised land. With the victim attitude. In fact, the people who were delivered didn't really understand how God regarded them. They lived like slaves in their minds and died as victims in the wilderness. Of course, they blamed God for their failures. They waited on God to do everything for them because they failed to develop into soldiers. They died like slaves, even though they were free from Egypt. In Egypt, they were slaves. In the promised land, they had to be soldiers. In Egypt, they got deliverance. In the promised land, they had to walk in dominion. In Egypt, God freed them from the Pharaoh. In the promised land, God entrusted them with the Philistines. In Egypt, plagues attacked the enemy. In the promised land, they were the plague. Their presence brought terror on the nations. In Egypt, they ran from the enemy. In the promised land, the the enemy ran from them. Praise God. In Egypt, Moses used the staff. In the promised land, Israel followed the ark. In Egypt, they were asked to be Egyptians for things. In the promised land, they simply took them from the canities. In Egypt, they had bondage. In the promised land, they had battles. Praise God. Israel expected God to be in the promised land, what he had done in Egypt. But God did not deliver them upon arriving in the promised land. Instead of moving from deliverance to deliverance, God intends for us to move from deliverance to dominion. Now, if we keep going and we jump onto this word, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 through 7 says, this is coming from the Message Bible. So, my son, throw yourself into this work for Christ. Pass on what you heard from me. The whole congregation saying amen to reliable leaders who are, who are competent to teach others. When the going gets rough, take it on the chin with the rest of us, the way Jesus did. A soldier on duty doesn't get caught up in making deals at the marketplace. He concentrates on carrying out orders. Oh, that's a word. And aptly who refuses to play by the rules will never get anywhere. It's the diligent farmer who gets the produce. Think it over. God will make it all plain. Mm -hmm. What do y'all think that, that word said to you? I feel like what stuck most out to me is when he starts giving us examples and actively he refuses to play by the rules will get no uh will get nowhere and how what do you say a soldier on duty get, doesn't get caught making deals at the marketplace he concentrates on carrying out the orders mm-hmm. sometimes we have to keep our eyes on Jesus mm-hmm. and sometimes we have to focus and in this fight in life the moment that we start to pay attention to the things around us we'll start to lose the battle mm-hmm. sometimes God's saying the best way to fight back is to follow my orders mm-hmm. Sometimes we just have to simply follow Christ and not follow the world. But as a believer, that can be hard because the enemy knows your temptations. 
The enemy knows what gets you. Mm -hmm. The enemy knows how to get us. But the goal to fight back is to remain in the will of God. And how do we remain in the will of God? In the will of God by keeping God with us at all times. Mm -hmm. And as the Bible said that he is before you and he is with you. But how often do we keep that in mind? When we get in a car accident, the first person we're going to call is our friends. And then after they on their way, we're going to call on God. The first person we should have, God, I thank you for even keeping me alive. Mm. You know, but oh my God, I just got in a car accident. And we posting on social media. And then at the end, we're like, God, I thank you for making it out. Why was God our last resort? Mm. That's good. Yeah, That's good. Is. That's very good. So what about y'all? What you feel? Or did I sum that up? I think you just got to stay focused on the mission that God has you on. It may not make sense as you walk in, but sometimes you just got to keep your eyes on him because the distractions can bring fear and disappointment and doubt and uncertainty that you God didn't God didn't intend for. He he wanted you to just keep his eyes on you. You got to be able to walk on water and keep your eyes on him or you're going to drown. And you'll lose the whole purpose of what he has in front of you. Praise God. And you got to understand that sometimes there's distractions coming away just for you to just for you to get a little unrooted. Just so you appreciate being rooted when you do. Mm. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Just so you just so you can be appreciative of being rooted. Like they say, this is my favorite saying. Um, I like my sunshine with rain. You can't you can't be appreciative of being rooted. You can't be appreciative of getting to where you need to go or God focusing you if you don't have a distraction. Because if you constantly is focused and everything, okay, well then you don't know what a distraction is like. However, if you get distracted and you lean just a little off of that narrow road, when you get centered again, you sit there and you're like, Okay, God, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's a word. <laughs> What you okay. got for us? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She summed it up right there. <laughs> Praise God. That was it. Well, let's get on to this next word before we end up having a sermon in here. <laughs> Philippians chapter 4, verse 10 through 14 says, also in the Message Bible, I'm glad in God, far happier than you would ever guess. Happy that you're again showing such strong concern for me. Not that you ever quit praying and thinking about me. You just had no chance to show it. Actually... I don't have a sense of needing anything personally. I've learned by now to be quiet, content, whatever my circumstances. I'm just as happy with little as I'm just as happy with as little with much, with much as with little. I found the recipe for being happy, whether full or hungry, hands full or hands empty. Whatever I have, wherever I am, I can make it through anything in the one who makes it. Any anything in the one who makes me who I am. Get your words together, Dad. I don't mean that you did. I don't mean that your help didn't make, make mean a lot to me. I just can't talk. I don't mean that your help didn't mean a lot to me. It did. It was a beautiful thing that you came alongside me in my troubles. I'm going to kind of pick that apart. Because it was a lot that stood out to me when it says, I'm glad in God far happier than you would ever guess. Happy that you're again showing such strong concern for me. Not that you ever quit praying or thinking about me. You just had no chance to show it. I'm going to read the whole thing, actually. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't have a sense. I don't have a sense of needing anything personally. So sometimes you ever went to God in prayer and you was like, God, I don't even want nothing. I don't even need anything. I'm just coming up here to say thank you. Mm -hmm. It's real. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on to say, I've learned by now to be quiet, content, 
with all my circumstances and just as happy with little as with much. You know what's crazy? You ever, you ever been so deep into the will of God and just so focused on God that when things start happening in your life, you're like, all right. And your old you would have reacted like, oh my God, my life is ending. Mm-hmm. But the new you, the new improved you, the faith walking you, you're just like, all right, God. All right, you place that in my life. Now, what you want me to do with it? I'll move on your behalf. Mm -hmm. And it's going to sit right there. That mountain's going to sit right there. And to God gives me the dominion Mm -hmm. and the power to move it. And what we got to also understand is sometimes God will take apart our lives. Ha, ba, ba. Just to show us how great his will is to put it back together. Mm. But he wants to see if you're faithful. Mm. He wants to see if you have faith in him. He wants to see that if it does get a little bit hard, if it does fall a little bit apart to you, to you, to you. when he recenters you again, when he sits there and puts your life back together again, are you going to be just as faithful as you were when you didn't know what was going on? And that's deep. It is. That's so deep. And check this out. It even says, I found the recipe for being happy, whether full or hungry, hands full or hands empty. So even if God has me fed spiritually, Mm -hmm. financially, I'm going to be happy. Whether I don't have it financially Mm -hmm. and I'm not there, I'm still going to be happy because what God brings me to, he'll bring me Mm -hmm. through. And I believe that God can do all Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. because he's a God of all things. What may seem to you, what may seem like God taking you apart might just be God putting you right back together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's an experience. Mm-hmm. And don't be discouraged by the silence. Mm-hmm. Oh, head up. Come on here. <laughs> that silence, you got to remember, God is a surgeon. Yes. Hey. So as he's, he, as he's fixing you up, he can't, oh, a surgeon can't talk that. to you on the other He can't talk to Evangelist. you while he's working. So allow mm-hmm. him to work because mm-hmm. he's not he he not ignoring you. He knows you in pain. He knows mm-hmm. you going through it. Work but however, on me, he is Jesus. working on you, mm-hmm. so he can't talk to you right now. He's gonna be back to you when you in recovery. Praise God. That's when you're gonna need as him to move. So don't don't fall short. Don't lose your faith. Because he's he still listening as you sitting there. He's working Amen. on, he's touching on he you. He is still listening. You are being healed as as she working. Mm-hmm. Just know that. For he is the potter and you are the clay. Remember, huh? Remember that. For he is the potter and you are the clay. You know what got me in the devotional most is when it said that in Egypt they ran from the enemy, but in Egypt they ran from the enemy, but in the promised land the enemy ran from them. Yeah, Hello? Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, we live in the world, and the Bible talks about how we were born into sin. Mm-hmm. And even though God has the title to earth, but men has the responsibility over it. Mm-hmm. You know? And, you know, we created sin in a way that, well, we, if we look around, you literally see the ways that it has become. But to know that in Christ, you may run from the enemy in, in, in the world. But when you start living in the world, and, and if you start walking, come on, Desmond, if you start walking in Christ, you know, the enemy start to run from you. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible also mm-hmm. talks about how, you know, you don't mess with God's people. Mm-hmm. You know, God going to handle you. Like when it comes to my people, you respect them. Mm-hmm. You know, because we give a godly love as Christians. If we're given the godly love that we that we say that we talk about and that God talks about in his Bible. You know, there's no reason for people to. But God's like, you know what? If you come in my people crazy, I'm coming for you. Exactly. And that right there alone will drive the enemy away. And, you know, in a lot of situations, we pray for deliverance. Hey, God, deliver me. God, deliver me when we need to be start. When we need to be praying for dominion. Mm-hmm. You're praying for deliverance through old habits. You need to be praying for power. 
Mm-hmm. Power to stop that habit. Power to tell that enemy no. Mm-hmm. You got to start praying for dominion. And you some feel people me? think that God gonna take all your issues and your struggles away, but those are the things that's gonna keep you reminding him of how great it's a he testimony. is. Yeah, and it's still gonna struggles. keep you with that yeah. struggle, and he gonna he gonna help you manage it. But that struggle will always be there, so that you can be like, God, I'm 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 slipping, I'm slipping. Oh, God, I remember you got me. I'm slipping, I'm slipping, but God, you still standing right next to me. God, I'm slipping, I'm slipping, but you still you still good to me. We must always that them struggles, God gives us to humble us. Just okay. so you know, just how great, just how powerful he is. Just how powerful he, he, he is. He always there. He always there. And he, and he uses that to humble you. If anybody out there needs a sign, this is your sign. Mm-hmm. Don't allow the enemy, don't allow the world to keep you in bondage. Mm-hmm. Don't be a slave to the world. Amen. Yes, we have to abide by the rules placed here on earth. But at the end of the day, know who your who know who your God is. Mm-hmm. Know your Savior. Know that whatever situation that you're going through, what God brought you to, He will bring you through. But mm-hmm. you have to have faith. Mm-hmm. And I know that even not even just as non-believers, but even as a believer in our walk with God, sometimes I'm gonna speak for myself. You know, I keep it hot, humble, open, and transparent. Mm-hmm. You know, life gets hard, mm-hmm. and even as a believer, it gets to times where I'm just like, you know what? God, I don't even know why you put me in this situation because mm-hmm. I can't even handle it. Exactly. And I'm like, God, you know, and I'm fierce. Like, God, you know I couldn't handle it. And here I am looking stupid. And God's like, you might think that you're looking stupid, but I placed you exactly where I wanted you. Mm. And I placed you there because I know you better than you know you. Mm. Exactly. Mm. you ain't got to talk to me like that. When I got that <laughs> job at FedEx, you know, oh, I didn't tell the people where I work, but okay. <laughs> That's all right. When I got my job at FedEx, y'all, I said to myself, I, I prayed about it. I was asking everybody. I didn't know if I wanted to do it. I'm like, God, I ain't about to, I, I ain't doing it because I don't see myself here. Mm-hmm. But God said, the problem is, is that you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. And just like how the, how the people were, they were comfortable in Egypt. They were comfortable. Mm-hmm. And when they got to the promised land, they had that survival mindset that victim mindset mm-hmm. of being comfortable of having to survive and God's like you don't have to try to survive in the will of God I got you right. you have to trust me mm-hmm. so I trusted God and he literally gave me an environment to help me grow and I still find myself growing just when I think I'm comfortable something happens to elevate me and to push me and to keep going from the people at that job to the people around. So I want to say to everybody, life gets hard. Mm-hmm. And there's been times I'm like, God, I physically, when I got in the position, I said, I can't do it. This ain't for me. I was ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And God, God will literally place people in your life at the right time. Hey, let me talk to you. You did well today. And they just hype you up. You're like, you know, I really thought I, and they giving you all this insight of how to become better. And you're like, God, I see what you're doing. Sometimes we just got to be patient. Mm-hmm. And patient is a hard thing about God. We try so hard to be patient. Yeah. Mm. That was good. That was Very good. good. That's a good word right there. I'm just saying, y'all. Find your joy. Find your joy. For, for us being college students, I know there has been plenty of times where we've come in the face of, 
I don't know if this is meant for me. I don't know how I'm going to get through college. this. College. That's, that's college. Literally, that's college. college. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't that know how I'm going to pass this test. I don't know how I'm going to pass this class. Lord, I don't think this is meant for me. And God was sitting there like, again, I know you better than you know you. Exactly. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Now get this work. Go ahead. Now look at us. Trust in me, Lord. Look at where we at now. Exactly. Look at us. On December 12th. Exactly. On December 13th, we officially alum. (laughs) Officially official. Official, official. official. Alum, alum. That's crazy. Man. And you never sit there and you you hear those things where they say, you know, you pray for where you're at and everything. Not knowing that where you're at right now is just where you was praying for a few months ago. Have you ever... Have you ever been through a moment in your life where you doubted God? Mm, that was just last week. Okay, talk to me about that it. That was just last week. Just mm-hmm. Can we keep it hot? Just just moving back to home, moving back to Delaware. It's it's not it's not it. It wasn't it. It's it's uncomfortable because it's I found comfort in North Carolina and I just found myself mm. in a place where I'm just like I have my peace here. This is my this is where my friends is. This is where I'm comfortable. This is like my, this is my peace. I, I have my own space. I ain't worried about nothing. Now I'm back in my mom's house and it's just like, I left everything back here and now I got to come back. And God has continuously reminded me, I'm bringing you back to where you're supposed to be at. So, because you have an assignment here and you stopped oh. trusting me. So I had to bring you back to where I started you from. So just this conversation has been a blessing just because. You got to remember to continuously love God. Even when you stop trusting God, he's going to give you a reminder as to why you trusted him in the first place. Always find your joy, no matter where you are. Always, You're never supposed to be comfortable. How do you find your joy, though? Find your joy in God. Like, remind yourself, take yourself back to what you started loving God for. Mm-hmm. Remind yourself. Mm-hmm. For me, it was praise and worship. That is my love. I love praise and worship God. I can listen to gospel music. All day, every day. 365, it don't matter how much. And I had to remind myself, I can listen to gospel music now, and sometimes I was just getting in the floor, just just letting it play, but not really listening to Mm. it. I had to get back to listening to it and Mm. worshiping him and getting his presence. and talking to me now. Talking, like, doing all that. I had to get back to that. And I reminded myself, God, this is why I fell in love with you in the first Mm -hmm. place. You had to take me all the way back home just for me to fall back in love with you all over Mm -hmm. again. Like, that's what he wants. He just wants you. Remember why why you fell in love with me in the first place. Remember mm-hmm. why I was great to you in the first place. Yeah, you got hurt, but I guess who brought you out of that hurt? I did. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> with the greater appreciation. With the greater appreciate. Every time you will greatly appreciate God even more than you did before, mm-hmm. the first time. He's mm-hmm. that good. He's that good. Even when you don't feel like he's there, he's that mm-hmm. good because yep. he's still there. Mm-hmm. He hear everything you saying. He don't care if you got to cuss him out, if you got talk. God, you you is really disrespecting me, right? Like, you, you don't care how how you talking about him. Just talk to me, period. Just talk to him. Tell me your problems. Tell That's me God everything. Said. Tell me your Tell problems. Tell me everything. Tell cast me your burdens on me. All of them. He said, cast all your cares upon me, for I care for you. Mm-hmm. God is the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Okay. He always Amen. will be. Amen. Like, don't Amen. He's in you, mm-hmm. and you will not fall. You're not gonna break. He got you. 
We're not built to break. We're not Amen. built to break. Like, Amen. We're not slaves. We're soldiers. He's undefeated. You do not. Do you not know you are adopted? He. You are his child. Like he's not gonna let you fall. He's there every time. You just call on his name, and he's right there. Mm-hmm. He said, right "I'll never there. leave you nor forsake you." Never Derek leave you nor forsake you. Now. Mm. He got you. He got you. Don't give up on God because he up. won't give up on you. Don't mm-hmm. give up on God. Sometimes we give up on God and he'll still follow us around until we call out his name. Yes. And he'll catch us just it, like right that. I was, I was right there. Just I was like right there. He said, all all, he said, I was waiting for you right. to call me. I was right, right there. That's why they call it a walk with God because he's right there the whole time. Bro, look, that feeling of restoration once you've fallen and God caught you and you mm-hmm. just like, God, this is why I love you. Yes. Exactly. You, oh. thought that you thought God was about to let you drop, and you like, oh, mm-hmm. right before, you, right before you touched the ground, I got, I got you. But I had to let you know how bad it could get because you ain't, you ain't. Yes, I had to give you a glimpse you, of you, I, you, what I could let you go through. But you, you had, I had to remind you. I had to remind you that I'm your father. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we go through situations in life where we get so deep down we forget about God. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to the point where, like, you know what? I hit rock bottom. Nobody cares about me. But what you got to understand is that. You hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And rock is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And when you hit rock bottom, there's only one way you can go but up. Uh, And sometimes it's like getting in a four four feet water. We laying down flat on our face and God pulls us up and stands right up and you realize it don't come nowhere to you. And God's like, you were doing all that kicking and screaming and about to drown when all you had to do was call on my name and I could get you out. Mm -hmm. That's all you had to do. God said, what you afraid for? Mm -hmm. Why are you scared? You afraid to call on me, but you'll call Mm -hmm. on people that don't care about you. Mm. You afraid to call on me, but you'll go to social media with your problems. And then when people say something, you get mad. Don't do that. And then you look in the mirror and you're calling yourself all types of names. And you're like, well, God, why am I this way? Why am I that way? You should have came to me. Come to me. Exactly. And don't call on him because you don't call on him because it makes sense. Call on him because your life does not make sense without him. Okay. Understand that. Understand that. That is why you call on him. That is why you have faith in him. Your life is not going to make sense if you sit here trying to think you could do it on your own. God ain't do that. God ain't build you for that. Sometimes, you know, I grew up. I can't say I grew up. I just, I got to the point where I just really longed for that, um, that father-like relationship mm-hmm. with God, and it just got to the point where I would have to, I would make it a habit because they say, what is that saying? It takes what ten days to start a habit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So each day, I for the first time, this is something y'all can try. The first day, I thought about it. I said, okay, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about going to Jesus about my problems. I'm just going to think about it. So throughout that day when things happen, I would, when I get upset, I would just think about, okay, I could go to Jesus about it. I could go to Jesus about it. And I was like, okay, Friday comes around. I'm going to actually do it. This is on a Tuesday. Friday comes, I said, I'm going to actually do it. Let me put it to the test. So Tuesday, I mean, Friday comes around, and I'm like, all right, whatever happens today, I'm going to literally give it to Jesus. Things that happen at work, I was like, God, I need you. Mm-hmm. God, I need you. The next day, I might not have thought about it, but every time it came across my mind, I would just say out loud, God, I need you. God, I need you. Until I made it a habit. And then now I find myself having conversations with Christ. Mm, that's good. You know, you had, I had to start a habit for myself mm. to get on track. Because it was just like what you said. You were speaking to me. There was times when I would 
understand what the gospel songs were saying. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just listening to them. Mm-hmm. But before I would literally listen to it in my car and I would minister to myself. Exactly. Because I can understand what it's mm-hmm. going through. Mm-hmm. But it's like once we start to get comfortable in the placement that God has placed us, we start to forget about what he's done. Yep. Because we're so caught up in happiness that we lose our joy. Mm-hmm. And you know, joy is something that the world can't take away. But happiness, the world can take it away and give it to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm so caught up in the happiness of the world that I forgot about the joy that God gave me. Mm-hmm. And because I for and the thing about and the way that the, the world will work is that sometimes the enemy will give you false blessings. And these false blessings we might think that's good because we get all this praise from the people around us, this worldly love, and we forget about that godly love. We forget about that joy because the world love, it just feels different. It's an instant high, which is when you remain in the will of God, it's a constant high. But the reason why we fall, the reason, can we preach to myself? The reason why I find myself falling out of the will of God is because of the storms that we go through. Mm -hmm. God will test you versus in the world. You can do things that will make you happy forever. But when you come off that high, will you still be happy? You feel where I'm coming from? Mm -hmm. So when I started trusting in God for real, for real, and started really following Christ and making it a habit to actually be that person that people can say, oh, Desmond is a good person. I had to practice good traits. I had to practice. I had to make being good a habit Mm -hmm. to the point where when I did bad things, I quickly felt convicted. I'm going to apologize whether I was in the wrong or not. As a Christian, as a believer, as somebody that's supposed to be spreading Christ-like love, it's not right for me to act out like that. Mm -hmm. And they see me and they think it's okay because you can instantly turn somebody away from Christ. You feel me? Yeah. So it's it's a process to this world. And don't be discouraged because I know reading the Bible is not my thing. I just sometimes can't get jiggy with it. You feel me? But, you know, I I, I forget and it'd be crazy because I love the little Bible plans because I'd be seeing my little my little streaks going on. I'd be like, okay, day Y'all three, be like day somebody. three. And then I miss the next day. I'm like, dang, got to start all over again. Like, and, But you get excited because you get on a streak. You get going and you're like, okay, oh, I fell off. Okay, I missed my daily devotional two days, but I'm going to get back. I'm going to get back. Like, don't be discouraged when you forget or when you fall short because it's, he's not worried about that. He's worried about if you came back to it or not. Mm. Did, did you come back or did you just stop altogether? Mm-hmm. Did you just did you give up on me? me? Did you come back to me? That's all I want you to do. I knew you was going to mess up. I knew you was going to forget. But did you come back? Just mm-hmm. come back. That's all you got to do. Mm. Just come back. Just come back. Mm-hmm. What's your guy? I'm just, I'm just listening. You guys are hitting it on the head. <laughs> Do you remember when we were younger and you would just hear people get go crazy about God and just talk about God? You're like, what? Why are they going so hard Mm -hmm. for this God? And here I am today going hard. And I'm pretty sure people's like, you really going hard for Jesus, bro. When I tell you what he's done done for me. And people's like, well, you know, it's the world. No, 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 no. What the world offers, God, you, you it can never match. It can never match what God gave me and what He's brought me through. Right. There's been things that I only said to God, only said to God that He's made happen. Yes, and yes. you're telling me that it's a world thing. Yes. I didn't tell nobody. I didn't tell not a soul. Yes, and He made it happen. I told God. I said for my birthday, I want a car. But if you bless me with it before, I'll be cool. That was my prayer at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I didn't never guess I would have got the position I got. 
I would have ne never guessed COVID would have hit and we would have had long hours. I would have never, I didn't expect for my, I, I expected to go in and trade my car in perfectly fine. But God has set up a series of events so that when my car broke down, I was literally financially able to go in that next day and do everything that I needed to do. Amen. And it's amazing, but and it's, the patience that God, don't pray for patience unless you're ready for it. Because mm -hmm. I tell you, the amount of patience God will give you, he will literally give you so many situations to you said you wanted patience, right? Here, try this. Right. You ready to cut somebody day one. <laughs> like, God, you just tried me. Now, why would you do that? Because you know my mouth and I'm about to say something. God's like, do it if you want to. <laughs> he ain't going to stop you. He won't. He not going to stop you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you. <laughs> God, I'll, what you going to do? What I'll you mean, what am I going to do? Retest you again. So you going to do me what I did to them? I didn't say that, but I'm going to get you back. Oh, oh you. Fear me. Fear me, cause I'm gonna get you. Mm -hmm. You know what, God? Never mind. I'm, I'm and sometimes you slip up. What you? And God's like, "Yep, you slipped up." God, I'm sorry. That's okay. I forgive you, but I'm gonna still test you. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. The God we serve. Oh, mighty God. He's funny. Mm. Mighty God we serve. Okay. So, at what moment in your life? Would you say was one of the biggest fight back moments you've ever had where you physically said to yourself that you can't do it without God? What happened? What broke you down to that point? Have you ever had a breaking point? Mm, I would say being sick for two years in undergrad in a new, a new state by myself, having to figure out life, having to find out who I am, what I want to do. Fighting back for myself, saying I'm not going to drop out of college. I'm not going to give up on myself. I'm not going to move back home. I'm going to keep pushing and finish this these four years out and graduate. I'm not going to let this condition beat me because my God is greater than it. Ah, bye, bye. Doing that, that was the hardest thing to do because it was so easy to listen to everybody, all my family. Come back home. You're sick. You need to be with family. And you can't stay down there by yourself. You just had to go to hospital. You're insert like all that stuff. It was so. It would be so easy for me to have just gone back and just been like, you know what? I'll just give up. I'll try college later. I'll be a doctor. Maybe, maybe not. I'll work somewhere else back home. Like it would have been so easy to do that. But yet, God, I had to pull on the strength of God. I had to call on God and be like, God, it, it, I know you didn't bring me all the way to North Carolina just for me to go back. Mm -hmm. You didn't, you didn't, you, you made provisions for me here. Like you set up so many things for me here that I couldn't have did by myself. So I'm not going back. And he was, I got you. I got you. If you did go back, I still would have provided for you. Well, but I got you. You want, you want to, I got you. And he made it through. I literally just graduated today. Amen. That's crazy. Amen. That's crazy. That's crazy. God is so good. A testimony. A testimony. All the time. God is good. Hada da basataya. A testimony. He's so good. So good. Who wouldn't serve? Who wouldn't serve? Who wouldn't serve a God like this? For real. Who wouldn't serve? He's so good. What about you? I think it's when I came to North Carolina. There's something about this North Carolina. North Carolina. Carolina. I don't know. I don't know. North Carolina hit. But I feel like um, when we're children... Our relationship with God is solely based on them. You get up and go to church because you're with them. And 
you know, you pray and stuff because you with them because we're kids. It was more religious. And yeah, spiritual. it was yeah. And when I got to North Carolina, it wasn't my mom or my grandmother holding my hand. It was okay, it was, baby. Yeah. You need to have a relationship with God. What your parents do now is no longer your responsibility. It's on you. And it was having faith in him. Of course, being in a whole different state, you're not around your family. You got to learn ins and outs, but you have to have faith that God will bring you through. And of course, there was many times where I slipped up. There's many times where I fell off the boat and everything. But God, of course, was always there. He was always faithful. He was always by my side and always showed me like, you can trust in me. And I think what we have to learn as young adults as adults, period, is the relationship you build with God is on you. It is mm-hmm. not on your parents. It is not on your pastor. It is not on no one but you. You need to find out the faith that God, the faith that you need for God in yourself. You have to build that relationship with God for yourself. You cannot depend. You cannot depend on someone else to get you to heaven. You cannot depend on someone else to get you through. You need that is something solely between you and God. Yes, people can aid you. Yes, they can lead you to where they need you. They can lead you to the scripture that'll get you through a hard time. They can say a good word that'll speak to your spirit. But again, that relationship that you need to have with the Lord is solely on you. And I think that was the biggest thing I've learned from the time I left New York to the time I've came here is like my relationship with God, how I talk to God, when I speak with God, you know, just putting on my faith and trust in God is solely based on me. I could never sit there and put that responsibility on anyone but myself. You better talk a good word. That's 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 mine. That's my little, you know. If I was on the other end, I'd be slayed out of my car. I hope y'all not listening to my driving. Praise God! I had to pull over and cry. I'm weak. That's the truth. You you snatched my soul out, honey. Hey, that's you didn't been through it. Yes. Uh, Who? Yes. So that is one of my biggest lessons, and that's probably one of the biggest things that humbled me, and one of the greatest things I am so thankful for learning. Um, through all these years is building my relationship with the Lord. And of course, I am not perfect. There are plenty of things that I need to work on. There are plenty of things that I need to do. And you want to know something? The thing I've learned the most is God is so patient. He is so patient with me. He is so patient. Even if I do fall off, even if I have my days, even if I'm not speaking to him as often as I should or anything, he is still there. He is still patient. And I think that was probably one of the biggest things I learned because, again, when you leave and, again, you go into a different state or you are on your own, it's it's a whole different feeling. And you got to carry, you got to carry your weight. You cannot have your mommy or your daddy or your grandgram and them hold your hand. At this point, okay, let the Lord take your hand. Let him lead you. Let him guide you. Again, because what? Ooh, he knows you better than you know yourself. She gave me chills, man. And I got a hoodie on. <laughs> I got a hoodie on. What about you, dog? I don't know. For me, I, I guess it it wouldn't be uh, personal things more so, but seeing my family struggle all mm. throughout my life. Struggle beyond struggle beyond struggle. And, you know, specifically during the time of being in college, you know, uh, I'm seeing my family struggle and I'm trying to find and develop myself, but 
I'm at a crossroads between dropping out and helping them or continuing to develop myself. And I was just stuck and, uh, you know, I would cry. I'm not really an emotional person, but I would I would sit and cry because I, I was stuck on what to do. But somehow, well, not somehow, I know by the grace of God, I got through it. My family got through it and we're here today. That's it. Look how God moved you through that whole situation. You mentioned how you felt like giving up and dropping out of school. And I bet in the midst of that moment, I couldn't even imagine what you was going through. But you graduated, right? Yeah. And to look back over your life and you to, and you see what God brought you through, through the, about the things that you was worried about. And now you can look back and say, those were small things that I was so worried about. But God brought me through. Mm-hmm. Can you name somebody else on this earth that would have done that for you? <laughs> Not even close. Ain't nobody got the snap of a finger like Christ. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what he'll do for us. And we don't take it for granted. Just waking up every day. This year, waking up every day was Ooh, a blessing alone. Because mm-hmm. so many people died not even Mm -hmm. just of COVID but people was dying Mm -hmm. left and right and God got us right here at this very moment at 12.55 sitting here all the mess that we've been through in our life all the pain that we've been through here we are today college graduates Not on top of the situations that we've been through, but even the things that we've gone through through school. And here we are today. Mm -hmm. Somewhere where we thought that we probably wouldn't even make it to. Mm -hmm. And God said, where there's a way, where there's a will, there is a way. Mm -hmm. God always makes a way. Out of no way. It's the small things for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here yes. just thinking because it's like. Yes. He did. He really didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. And if God said to me today, Des, I'm not doing nothing else in your life. God, I thank you for what you've done. Right. 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 Like you've instilled so much in me, God. You don't have to do anything else for me. You all did yourself. You brought me out of what you brought me out of my storms. God, I know how to. I know. I, I can't say I could do it by myself, but God, if you told me that you'd leave me today, I could maneuver my way through. I could maneuver my way through my storms through what you told me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to still pray to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to still talk to you, but you ain't got to do nothing else for me. Mm-hmm. It's the small things for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Appreciate the people he blessed to be put in your life. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like the people that he surrounds you with. No, no, at least be able to dis- decipher and have discernment enough to know who God placed in your life, who the devil placed in your life. Of course, but the people that God placed in your life, like when I tell you, they come at the right time. They come at the right time. Mm-hmm. Every one of my friends, that's like true friends, have come at the right time. Mm-hmm. And I probably tried to push them away, knowing me. But they come at the right time. And God be like, psych, they still here. And they still here. Because that's where I placed them to be. Mm-hmm. And they ain't going nowhere. So you might as well open up. Because they're going to be here. They're going to be here. 
So always appreciate those people that God placed in your life. Every person in this room and people that's not here too have all been placed in my life for a reason. And I appreciate every single one of y'all. For a reason. For a reason. Who would have thought that just by working at, at John, Jimmy John's, like, I'll be sitting on your couch That's crazy. with two of your closest friends <laughs> talking about how God brought us through. Mm. And did and like through the time I've been at Jimmy John's was a storm. It that was a storm, but a storm I was praying my way through almost every day. Yeah, and look at us now. That's crazy. That's if that crazy. don't make you want to take a lap, I don't know what I, will. I, for real, that's crazy. Mm. Yeah, four years. Depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Suicide. All of that. Lack of finance. Mm-hmm. Pain. Worry. Tears. Mm-hmm. Self hatred. All that. Self hatred. Mm-hmm. Self hatred. Low self esteem. Mm-hmm. The enemy was on attack mode. And God still made a way. And we thought we wasn't strong enough, and look at us now. Amen, that part. And just to think we were to give up when we were so close. Mm. God said, I'm going to give y'all a pandemic to get your lives together. When I say, snatch me up, this whole pandemic, Mm -hmm. I would have never done this podcast if it wasn't for a pandemic. Mm. And look at it now, in other countries. In other countries. That's good. And it's amazing how you get to a platform solely to honor God and so many people tune in mm-hmm. just to hear other people's testimonies. And I mm-hmm. prayed to have a platform where God could use me in a way to make it so that people don't hear just pray about it. But they actually hear that we go through things, too. Oh, yes. You know, it ain't no cakewalk being no Christian. I feel like it's harder being a Christian than it is to live in sin. Oh, it mm. is. Yeah. It's not for the weak. At all. <laughs> At all. But it's worth it. Like, the joy that you get, that's an everlasting high. Sometimes mm-hmm. you wake up high in the spirit. Mm-hmm. I ain't even had no blunt and I'm high. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It be like that. Like, it's real. It's real. I don't know. I don't. I feel like nobody gets the excitement I get in my life when I think about Christ. When Jesus just comes across, like it just, I just feel good. You do. Just say his name a couple times. It's mm-hmm. a whole lot better. Say his name three times and he'll show up in your life. Mm-hmm. Say his name once and he'll show up. Mm-hmm. Okay. He said, "Think about me and I'll be there." Did he say that? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That is crazy. All right, y'all. Listen, I hope somebody was blessed with this because this touched me. We out, y'all.